0: Sometimes hilarious, always hilarious. It's Keeping Up with Ken Helanius on Mater Day Radio. And he is the host of Living Stones, heard every Monday evening at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio or anytime on the Hail Mary Media app. And our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. We welcome to the show and say a very happy National Donut Day to Ken Helanius.
1: Good morning, David.
0: Happy Donut Day to you.
1: Happy Donut Day to you. I hope you are, as we speak, wiping the crumbs of a delicious cruller or maybe an old-fashioned from the sides of your mouth.
0: Uh, sadly, I am not. Uh, uh, uh. Hopefully that'll happen later this morning, but we, <laughs> y- you, just, you just never know. So is there a donut shop in South Bend, Indiana that you frequent or have gone to?
1: You know, we've been having this discussion a lot with friends because there isn't a great donut shop in South Bend, Ooh. sadly. I will say that the the local um, grocery store chain, Martin's, actually makes very good donuts.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: and uh, and I enjoy them, but but it's not. We don't have anything like Blue Star or or Voodoo or anything like that here. Uh, no signature donut shop in town.
0: I guess you could say we're blessed here in Portland with all of our donut shops, <laughs> wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> I I think that's uh I, I you're not wrong. Yeah, yes. we don't have I can't get a bacon maple bar here to save my life See? unless I make it myself.
0: That's right. Um, uh I mean, we, go ahead. We,
1: we do have one shop that I like to refer to as uh, they make Soviet style donuts. And by that, I mean um Remember how the Soviet Union had their own version of the space shuttle that kind of looked like it was made of Lego and it was big and bulky and it only actually kind of flew once, but it wasn't elegant like our
0: (laughs) space shuttle. Right.
1: That's pretty much the style of donut that this one shop makes. It's (laughs) it's the idea of a donut, but it's big and bulky and too doughy and not (laughs) awesome.
0: Well. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry sorry to hear you don't have the the uh, go to shop but uh, hey you'll be back here in town at some point so uh you know you <laughs> can right. you can go to it. Hey I got to ask you too how did your uh, uh trip to wine country uh, end up it sounded like you had a great time.
1: We had a fantastic just a wonderful time. I think uh, I mentioned you know um I had not had a lot of zinfandel in my life. Right. prior to uh, that trip and uh turns out we were in part of uh wine country there in California that Grows a lot of Zinfandel, and it was delicious. Uh, we had uh, several wines that we brought. We ended up bringing back a case of wine with us uh, to uh, to Indiana, uh, kind of a mixed case, mm. and uh, just just a lot of delightful wines. Now, I'm of course, here's the thing. I'm looking forward to trying them at home. You know, when it's just my beloved bride and me, and not a bunch of friends who've been tasting at various places throughout the day. You right. know, see if they're just as good uh, in our own environment as they were, uh, when we were with friends, but yeah, we had a wonderful time.
0: Oh, uh, well, I'm glad to hear it. Glad you made it back safely. Now back at home, South Bend, Indiana, we've just, uh, concluded the Easter season, of course, Pentecost Sunday, wrapping it up and now ordinary time. So, you know, explain ordinary time. I mean, we don't really want to look at it as quote ordinary, but kind of the origins of it.
1: Yeah. So, um, Exactly as you say. Ordinary time doesn't mean plain or boring or vanilla, as we might say. Um, it The word comes from the Latin word ordinal, which means numbered or counted, as in um, ordinal numbers—first, second, third, kind of things like that. Right. So it simply refers to the fact that we count the Sundays. Uh, prior to the Second Vatican Council, the reforms of the liturgy, um, we used to count the Sundays after Epiphany or— the Sunday after Pentecost, so mm-hmm. this Sunday would be the second Sunday after Pentecost, and uh, and with the reforms of the the liturgy at the Second Vatican Council, we just uh, created an entirely uh, homogenous season called Ordinary Time that counts uh, both that period after Epiphany and after uh, Pentecost. It really reflects the what the our bishops say, um, you know, while Christmas time and Easter time highlight the mysteries of the Paschal mystery, you know, Mm -hmm. the life of Christ and our redemption. Ordinary time, on the other hand, as the bishops say, take us through the life of Christ. This is the time of conversion. This is the time for us to live the life of Christ ourselves. So throughout ordinary time, this is when we hear the stories of the parables. This is when we hear the stories of the miracles of the Lord performed that pointed to his divinity. Um, And we are, as the bishops say, we are invited to ourselves live the life of Christ, which means to make our daily life reflect the life of our Lord, um, to change our ways, to turn our hearts towards God, to experience conversion. Um, And really, I think of ordinary time is, is the time when we're living that life by forming Christian habits. This is how we Develop our daily life because in the throughout the bulk of the year we have the opportunity to form habits to perform repeated actions that then become basically a second nature to us. Um, one good habit that ordinary time is perfect for is to read the gospel of the day's mass and to do so every day. Hmm. You know, right right here on Modern Day Radio, you can pray along with the day's mass three times a day. Right. You know, we broadcast. Uh, at 5 a.m. and at noon and at 8 p.m. So you can listen and pray along with the daily mass. Or if you miss that, you can go to the bishop's website. Uh, they actually make it very easy to read the readings of the day at bible.usccb.org. So you can read the readings of the day. It doesn't take very long, but it's by reading the gospel every day that we we encounter the Lord. We are led to a deeper knowledge of Jesus and his ways. And we fall in love with him, you know, just like we do our friends. When we want to know, to grow into a deeper friendship, we we seek to learn everything we can about our friend. That's what we do and what we're invited to do with Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. the gospel remains the same year after year, but I'm different today than I was a year ago. And so when I read that, that same gospel that I heard last year, I'm in a different spot. I'm in a different place in my relationship with the Lord. That's what growth and learning about my friend Jesus, what it really is. So that's what ordinary time is all about.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, about, you know, we see these changes uh, over the course of the year, and and we go into ordinary time. One of the always things I think about, too, is the priest vestment changes back to green for ordinary time, correct?
1: Yeah. Green is a color that we associate with peace and with hope. You know, we, we say the the greener pastures or the grass is always greener. Right. You know, that's an idea of hope. Um, green is the color of growth. It's the color of life. You know, here in the Northern Hemisphere, here, especially in the Willamette Valley and, mm-hmm. and in Indiana, where I live, green is the color of summer because that's when the, the crops are growing. The grape leaves are, are bright green. The, the corn top is is green, and then it turns yellow as we get towards the end of the of the harvest, you know. Um, that's really what green represents. It represents life. Right. And if we think about it, that's what the Christian life is, is growth and development mm. uh in, in the
0: Lord. And we stay into ordinary time until Advent, right?
1: Yeah. So uh the first two Sundays here in Ordinary Time right after Pentecost uh have special feasts. Uh, trinity sunday is this coming sunday and then the following sunday is corpus christi to the most holy body and blood of christ and the last sunday in ordinary time which is the sunday immediately before advent begins is the solemnity of christ the king right so uh here we kick off with the deepest uh of the mysteries of our faith which is the mystery of the trinity itself and we end with christ the culmination of all things Christ, the King of the universe. Mm. So it's a a true development of of history for us, too.
0: Wonderful. He is Ken Hellenius, host of Living Stones, heard every Monday evening 7.30, Mater Day Radio, anytime on the Hail Mary Media app, and our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. Ken, thank you so much for your thoughts on ordinary time. Always great to talk with you. Now, go out there and have yourself a nice donut today.
1: (laughs) You too, friend. Be
0: good. (laughs) All right. God bless.